Hi, I'm Vanessa Upson. I'm from Mercyhurst, and you're listening to College Hockey Talk. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's episode, I am joined by Vanessa Upson, who is a freshman on the Mercyhurst women's hockey team. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Vanessa. And how's everything going? Yeah, thank you for having me. Everything's going really well here. So, Well, that's good to hear. And obviously, you know, you had your recent series against Union. Uh, what did you take away from it? And what did you learn from that series that you think will benefit uh, your team moving forward as the season goes on? Yeah, so Friday we won 5 nothing. It was a really good game. And then Saturday we tied 2-2. Um, what I took away from it is I just think that as a team, we have to bounce back a little harder the second game. Um, I feel like some of us are a little tired. We just kind of got to get the legs going um, both games that weekend. And, yeah. Yeah, is it harder for road games to kind of get the energy level on Saturday nights versus Friday nights? Because obviously on Friday nights you're coming in, you're energized to play. You haven't played in about a week usually. And then that Saturday game, you're kind of tired, like you kind of just said. Is it harder to kind of get yourself motivated, or I guess, energized for those Saturday night games versus Friday night games on the road? Yeah, for sure. Especially with like the drive, especially to Union, it was almost a seven-hour drive. I think that the legs get a little tired on the second day, but you just kind of have to push through and get through it and battle hard. Yeah, and obviously you got your first goal recently against RPI, and it was in a highlight reel fashion nonetheless. So just talk about scoring your first career goal and what it meant to you and what was going through your head when you scored that goal and who was the first person you called after the goal was scored? Yeah, it, honestly, it all happened so fast. Like, I don't remember it. Um, yeah, it, it, it was surreal. Like, obviously, it meant a lot. I haven't played a game in so long. So it, it was a good start to the season. And um, actually, so my trainer came down that, uh, that game. So he was actually the first person I talked to after the winner, which was pretty cool. But yeah, afterwards, like my phone was blowing up a little. So I had a lot of people to talk to after it. But no, yeah, it was a really good start to the season. What's it like for yourself to not only get your first career goal, but then to see it all over, you know, Twitter, Instagram, that must give you a, a good feeling uh, seeing all that stuff after the game's over. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Like I've never really had like publicity like that and like my goal being everywhere. It, yeah, it was, it was really cool. Now your team has had a lot of successful weekends. Uh, you swept Franklin Pierce and then you also swept RPI uh, your first weekend series as well. So just talk about your team's performance so far this season and what have you personally taken away from these first few games that you've played? Yeah, I think honestly, I think as a team, like we're doing really well. Um, chemistry is coming along. We're, we're all working hard. Um, I just think we just got to keep going here. Obviously, we play uh, Cornell this this weekend, so it's going to be it's gonna be a tough game. But yeah, I, th I think we're doing really well as a team. So. Now, you obviously didn't play a game uh, last year because of the PWHL being shut down. So how did you try to get back into game shape um, in college, not playing um, at all last year in juniors? Because obviously college is a bit of an adjustment, but not having played in a year, I feel like that makes the adjustment even harder. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, because obviously I live in uh, Ontario. 
So there wasn't even much ice in general. So really, I didn't even do too much this off season. I kind of just came here and was just hoping for the best. But before our team actually started practicing, I was I was like skating myself with the other girls, and I was just trying to get back into shape before we had our team practices. So it's kind of all I really did. Now, speaking of teams that haven't played in a little bit, Cornell, your next opponent hasn't played a game in a long time. A lot of their players haven't played in a while as well. Um, how do you think um, that series is going to go and how are you going to try to expose some of their rust that they might have? Yeah, I don't really think we, we should look too much into that. I just feel like just we have to play our game and just act like, you know what I mean, they've been playing for, what, five weeks now and and just come out on top and still still run systems how we should and play how we can. Now, what has been the biggest adjustment for yourself um, in college hockey so far? Um, I think the, the physicality. Um, coming in, I'm a 17, I'm still 17. So I'm playing against girls that are three, four years older than me. Um, so yeah, definitely that. But as the games go on, you just kind of get used to it. You get used to the pace of the game and yeah. Now, how was your off season uh, since you didn't get to really get that much playing time? Like you said, um, did you do anything interesting, whether it was, um, you know, doing something outside of hockey or was, was there any, any anything interesting hockey related that you got to do? Um, again, like, so we were in shutdown. So I honestly, I didn't really do much. I, I trained really hard this summer, though, off ice, just really trying to get stronger for the season and um, just really focused on the university and, and my game. Yeah, and overall, how is training going right now for yourself? And what are you working on the most regarding your game right now uh, during the middle of the season? Yeah, it's going good. Honestly, I, I like to work on everything. I'm still, you know, um, working on my power skating and just skating around, obviously scoring on every opportunity and with those quick releases, um, just really working on everything. I, I don't think there's ever a time where you where there's something you don't work on. Yeah, one is one area of your game you're kind of trying to improve on the most, I guess. Is it that quick release, like you said, or is it kind of just everything um, needs improvement um, as the season goes on for this year? Yeah, I'd say everything, but definitely the quick release with the pace of the game being so much quicker. You you can't it, – it's hard to take that extra step and shoot. You just kind of got to release it. So I've definitely been working on that. And obviously, again, keeping up with my skating and my edge work and all that stuff helps as well. Now, how did you how have you handled the challenges, I guess, of preparing for this upcoming year for college with things being shut down, with having to work out at home more often than you're used to? Um, how did you kind of deal with those challenges, and how did it compare from uh, going into your senior year of high school to going into your freshman year of college? Yeah, um, it was honest. It was really hard, like being locked down like that, and I couldn't play hockey. It was very hard, but I just kind of kept myself motivated. Like again, like worked out six times a week. Um, the Leafs were playing big Leaf, Leaf fan. The Leafs were playing. I just watched them every night to still, you know, watch watch game, watch footage, get myself better. So, um, yeah. Is there any Leaf player you kind of like model your game after, I guess? Hopefully Austin Matthews with the goal-scoring ability that you have. Yeah, no, I, I try to model myself 100% after Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner. I try to implement my game with both of their different styles of play. Like, I kind of try to combine it into one. Um, yeah, I love love watching them. They're definitely, they're definitely my idols, so. Yeah, one player I really liked from the Leafs. I'm a big Bruins fan, so um, oh, yeah. I haven't been able to play the Leafs actually in a little bit, so I don't know what the team's like now, but Zach Hyman was a really good player for them. I know he's with Edmonton right now, but mm -hmm. I thought he was a super underrated player, and that's someone if I was playing, I would like to model my game after just because I feel like he does all the little things right. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. He, he Well, he's very hardworking. I think that's 
something that we should all aspire to do. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Did you get the chance to see the all for nothing Toronto Maple Leaf series on Amazon? I don't know if you heard about it, but I thought it was pretty neat to kind of see the behind the scenes of the playoff. Yeah. Yeah. I watched, yeah, I watched the first episode. I I think, I think it's going to be a really cool series to watch. Just, yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. Just see the behind the scenes and like their emotions they experience during the game or after the game, after like the big, obviously the upset last year in playoffs and just, you know, just to see what goes on. Yeah. I think it's gonna be really cool. So. Is this the year they get past the first round or you just don't want to say anything because it's too early yet? I don't know. They always seem to do well during the season and choke in playoffs. So I'm just going to keep my mouth shut for now and let them do it on the ice. Well, hopefully there's not too many Habs fans on the Mercyhurst team because I don't think you want to be reminded of last year's playoffs. No, I don't. I don't think Oh, actually, there's one and I, we played hockey too back in Stony Creek and we'd always go at it. But besides that, I don't think there's too many. Awesome. Awesome. Well, that's good to hear for your perspective. Now kind of getting back to the hockey things of things. Uh, how is the freshman class? Um, have you guys trying to get to know each other a little bit since you haven't really got to really know each other or meet, see each other in person until like you got on campus? Yeah, no, it, it, it's been great. We have a really group, a really good group of girls and we on it, we hang out every day. Obviously we live in the same hall here. And ever since we got to school, we've literally just been by each other's side. Like there's not a time we don't spend without each other. So it, it, it's been awesome. It's going to be a, a good four years with them. So I'm excited. And also talk about the upperclassmen's leadership, but also how they've helped you transition into college hockey, especially players like Alexa Vasco and Sarah Nellis, who've been there for almost five years now. Yeah, for sure. They, they've definitely made coming here feel like home. Um, I've, I'm actually really tight with both of them. We both have a really good relationship on and off the ice. And they're, they're, they're just super welcoming and, and fun, fun people to, to be with on the ice. And yeah, it's, it's, it's been really good. They've been really great captains to me and the whole team. So I, I'm super excited for this year. Now, I want to transition a little bit and talk about the beginning of your hockey career and kind of work all the way up to where you are now with Mercyhurst. So you're from Stony Creek, Ontario. Uh, just talk about growing up there and how did you start playing hockey? Yeah, so I started at a, a very young age. I was I think I was about like three, maybe three and a half. Um, my older brother played hockey. So I was literally, I was raised at the rink. I was around the rink all the time. And I think my, like my parents just told me, I, I, like, I love being around the rink. I loved watching his games. Like when I was young, I would, analyze some of the players on his team and saying oh this player played bad today this player played good like I just I think I just loved it right like right when I started watching so um yeah that's kind of how it all started and loved it since and did you have a favorite player growing up maybe someone on the women's national team or was it an NHL player on the Leafs that you looked up to growing up um honestly growing up I I couldn't really say I had like one player um I idolized, but obviously the, the past seven years, like it's been like Austin Matthews. Like I've really been like watching the Leafs since he's been in the franchise. So I think I just have to go with him. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, I, I remember Phil Kessel. He was fun to watch with the Leafs back in the yeah. day. Um, so I'm trying to think of was Joffrey Lupul. Do you remember him? He was fun yeah, to watch too. I, I remember so. watching him. So those are those are the two Leafs players I actually remember watching. It's kind of crazy because I think I feel like Austin Matthews is still like in his third and fourth year in the NHL, but it's now been seven years, which is crazy to yeah. think about. I know. I always think that too. Now, before um, Mercyhurst, you played in the PWHL and you got to play for your hometown team in the for Stony Creek. So how did you get the opportunity to play in the PWHL and play for Stony Creek? And what's the process like uh, for making that team? 
Yeah. So, um, I played boys hockey basically all my life. Um, and then obviously, um, we talked to the coaches in Bantam. And so that's when I switched over was my, um, like major years, so my second year at Bantam. And really I just kind of stepping stones all the way to junior. I just stayed with Stony Creek through midget. And then I eventually, um, made the junior team. And you played your entire career in the PWHL with the Stony Creek Sabres. Uh, talk about your time there and what'd you take away from it when you look back on it now? Yeah, Stony, Stony Creek, it's a great organization. Um, it's really family oriented. Like, um, I, I've made probably like my, some of my best friends from Stony Creek. Hang out with them. Um, obviously, when I'm back home, hang with them every day. Um, it's great. It's just the chemistry you build going on. Obviously, we go to like Vermont and Detroit, like the road trips. And it's just, we do a lot of team bonding. It's, it's really great. I, I really had a good experience with Stony Creek. And what type of leadership did you want to bring to the team during your time at Stony Creek? Were you more of a vocal leader or lead by example type of player? Because it seemed like just looking at your roster, there was a lot of good leaders in that locker room. Yeah, um, I would say I'm both. I would say I do lean more towards um, lead by example. But obviously, when something needs to be said, if we're having an off period or an off game, um, obviously, I'm going to be there to step up. But yeah, I, I do think I'm more of a quiet leader. Now, when you look back at your time in the PWHL, how did it help prepare you for college hockey with Mercyhurst? Yeah, it helped, helped prepare me a lot. I think, like, the, the pace of the game is it's so fast in PWHL that, like, even coming to university, I didn't find it too much of a change um the way that they play like it, it's, it's very similar obviously yeah, there's always two games on the weekends exactly like university so I think it, it really prepared me for uh, Mercyhurst. Now when you look back at your time at uh, Stony Creek what do you uh, remember the most what's the kind of the best memory you have and you and what are you going to take away from that experience with that organization? Oh the best memory um well in, in midget I, I went to SO Cup um, that was pretty cool. It was in Sudbury. We came, uh, came third. That was a really cool experience. Um, yeah, that was really fun. I'd have to go with that one as my favorite memory. Now, how did you handle not playing at any games last year? And what did you do during that time period of not playing any games? Uh, just kind of just working on your game and watching the Leafs, I guess? Yeah, I know that's exactly what I did. Obviously, it was very difficult not being able to play any games. The only thing I could do is uh, watch the Leafs and just kind of watch their top players, see what they do and put it into my game when I'm able to go on the ice. Um, I, but we, I still did go on the ice in the summer, um, but it was maybe like twice a week and it wasn't until like end of July. Um, and I came to school in August. So it wasn't a lot, but I still did, did end up getting on the ice, which was good. And how did you try to connect with your teammates at Stony Creek during that time of not playing any games? Cause you're obviously not seeing each other as well. How did you handle the challenges with that? Yeah, well, again, like I like I have like my best friends on that team, so we still kind of plan to hang out. I also train with two of my best friends. Uh, we work out together with the same trainer, so that's been fun like all summer. And yeah, no, we, we definitely still get together and try to hang out whenever we can. Now you got to play with Lauren Messier and Kendall Cooper during your time out at Stony Creek. Uh, what was it like in the chance to play with those two amazing players? And uh, hopefully, do you how excited are you to hopefully get the chance to play against them sometime in college um, in the next three to four years? Yeah, so when I talk with my best friends, I'm actually talking about them too. Um, yeah, they're both my best friends back home. We hang out all the time, and um, no, it, it it was great playing with them. It just it made the experience so much more fun having them around all the time, and um, and um, I would love to play both of them. Um, I we I don't play them this year. I don't play neither one of them, but I would love to play them one 
one day, hopefully soon. Yeah. Well, if anyone from the scheduling department um, for women's hockey is listening, that'll be a great match at Mercyhurst Quinnipiac or Mercyhurst Dartmouth. That'll be cool. Yes. Uh, cool to watch for the fans, but I'm assuming you would be looking forward to that matchup as well. Um, if it happens. It'll be so, there'll be a lot of chirping going on, but it'll, it, it would be so fun. Mm-hmm. Now, what was your recruitment process like uh, to Mercyhurst and what made you want to go to that school versus other schools uh, you might've looked at at the time? Yeah, just my whole life, I've just always been hanging around just small groups of people. Um, I grew up, I went to a small elementary school. Um, I, I just like, I just like the atmosphere at Mercyhurst. Obviously, again, it's a small school. I think, I think it would just fitted me very well. And um, it's also very close to home. It's only like under three hours. Obviously, the other schools that are in Boston, Minnesota, like uh, those are more eight hour drives, right? So it is, yeah, it was definitely the distance thing as well. It's just, it's super close to home and my parents could come watch whenever. So. Now you get to put some awesome, really cool teammates uh, with Mercyhurst. Uh, one of those teammates is Alexa Vasco. She was obviously a Stony Creek legend, but what's it getting the chance to play uh, with her this season? And did you even expect to play with her at all this year, just because of the whole uh, fifth year eligibility rule? Yeah, no. Um, when I when I found out that she was coming back, I actually I, w- I was super excited just just to have that leadership and someone like to look up to. Like she's definitely an inspiration for me. Like I'm always watching her game. Like she just she's so great and. And obviously, again, like we're like we're really close off the ice too. So it, it's been super fun having her here, and, and I'm I'm happy she's here. Now you also get to play with Grace Nellis, um, who is one of your teammates with Stony Creek. But what's it like having her as a teammate um, in college versus juniors? Yeah, she's great. Um, I feel like it, it's it's still the same for both. She she's just always smiling at the rink. She just brings that positive energy that everyone needs. And and she she's one of my close friends here too. So I could always go to her and talk to her if I need anything. And yeah, she's great. I love her. Well, what are your goals and expectations? I guess uh, for the rest of this season uh, for yourself personally and for the team as well. Yeah, I think I think we have a really good team this year. Um, I think I think we're gonna go far. We can go far. We just have to accomplish our goals that we want to accomplish, and um, we'll 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 do well this season. I'm I'm super excited for playoffs and every and the rest of the season. So we're now in a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment, where I kind of just ask you some non-hockey questions just to get to know you a little bit off the ice. So my first question to you is, um, if you could do anything for a day, uh, what would you do and why? Ooh. I think I think just right now, since I've been locked down, I I would just love to be on a tropical island and just chill at a beach all day. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for sure. This might seem like a basic answer for myself, just because it's a hockey podcast. But going to a hockey game, I finally got the chance to go to one uh, for the first time in like over a year and a half, and it was a great experience. And it just going to it for the first time just made you really appreciate doing stuff like that again, since you kind of took it for granted before things got shut down. So that's something that I would do uh, for my day is just go to a hockey game just because that's something I enjoy doing. Yeah, I would definitely love to do that too. I would die to watch a Leaf game. Hey, they're allowing fans back in the building. So maybe if you get some time um, during the season, maybe you can get the chance to go. I think that'll be fun. Yeah, I hope so. I'd love to watch them. Now, if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, uh, who would it be and why? Hmm. I'd I'd have to go with, I think just Austin Matthews. Hmm. I think I think he's just even off the ice. Like he seems like a cool dude. He's best friends with like Justin Bieber. Like he seems like a fun guy to just to hang around and talk with. And I don't know. We just we obviously have hockey in common. I don't know. I think it'd be really cool. 
Well, obviously, you would ask him a lot of hockey questions, but would you ask him some style questions as well? Because he's arguably one of the best dresser, dressers in the league. And also, I don't know if you heard the news where the Leafs are going to kind of tone down the dress code a little bit. So I'm interested to see what kind of outfits he pulls off uh, before games. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I, I don't know if, if he'd be able to dress a girl, but, <laughs> maybe, but yeah, may, maybe. You could exchange some ideas. Maybe he has some input that you might have not realized. I think that would be kind of interesting to hear. Yeah. Yeah. I think for myself, I got to go with Brad Marchand uh, just because I think he's a hilarious guy, great hockey player. And I think a lot of people hate him too much. I think he's more of a skilled player than people give him credit for. So, and I, I think he's starting to get more credit for it now, but I just love him as a player and he's fun to watch. So I know you're probably not the biggest Brad Marchand fan, but he's my favorite player. So, yeah. Well, next non-hockey question is um, about some of your teammates. So who is the funniest teammate you have at Mercyhurst? Oh, pro- probably Sarah Nellis. We, we sit next to each other in the room, and oh my, we, we just have a blast. Yeah, she's so funny. Now, who has the best style on the team besides yourself? Jordan Mortlock, 100%. Yeah, nice. she, yeah for home games, she, she's, she's got good fire fits, sure. Who is the best chirper on the team? Chirper, oh my god! I don't, I don't even know if I've heard anyone chirp on our team. I might, mm, I don't know. I might have to say Alexa Vasco actually. Have you heard uh, anything from her like she, in practice, or is it like subtle? Um. Well, you know what? We, me and her just go at it. Like we chirp each other, so that's why I think I have to say her, just because she chirps me the most. But it's just a back and forth thing. Now, what music do you like to listen to uh, before a game, or just on a general basis? Um, really anything. I think before a game, definitely more like rap and upbeat stuff. Um, yeah, it kind of gets me, really anything gets me going. I think when it's game day, I'm just so excited and I'm just happy to be there. And yeah, anything. Awesome. Awesome. Well, final non-hockey question is what sports uh, do you like to watch besides hockey? Um, probably football. I think, uh, obviously when you're in college too, football is fun to watch with your friends, you know, just hang out and, have a good time. American football or like European football? American football. Yes. Who's your favorite team? The Bills, I assume. Since yeah. 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 I have to go with that. School. I didn't, yeah. How popular is American football in Canada? I'm just curious because you don't really hear too much about it. Yeah. It's n- not nearly as popular as it is here. Like I come here and like everyone's like, oh my God, Sunday football. Are you watching Sunday football? That's not how it is back home. It's I've like, never, never heard that. And it's, it's such a big thing here. Yeah, Sunday night football. Is it like yeah. similar to what Saturday night hockey is, a hockey night in Canada is like in Canada? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Awesome. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. It's kind of interesting to see because like you don't really think there's too many uh, differences between USA and Canada just because we're so close. But it's kind of cool to hear that there's some subtle differences in the culture. Yes. Yeah, for awesome. sure. Well, back to some hockey questions now. My first question to you is what advice would you give a younger player who's trying to make it to D1 college hockey? Yeah, it's, uh, honestly, I would just say be confident. Um, be confident have fun. That's the only thing you can really do. If you really love the game, life will take you where it wants to take you. Just you, 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 have, to, you have to be confident in yourself or else you'll never go anywhere. Now, what should be done to help grow women's hockey, in your opinion? I feel like some strides have been made, but also some downfalls have been made just because Robert Morris got rid of their college hockey program and the Women's World Championships kind of took forever to get rescheduled after it was canceled. So just from looking at the recent news that has happened, what would you do to help improve and grow the sport? 
Yeah, I think you have to promote it more, um, televise it more. Obviously, there's a lot of inequalities in it, like um, the Team Canada, the U18s, um, the women's got cancelled, but the men's got to do theirs. Um, it's just, it, it's really unfair. And I, I think they we really got to try to promote it more and also get big sponsorships to be able to have a sustainable league where people, where the girls don't need to have a second job. Like this hockey can be their job and they could just focus on training and their game. Um, yeah. Now are the U18s happening this year? I kind of heard like some people say it wasn't and then some people, then the rosters were announced for certain teams. So I'm just curious, uh, do you know if it's happening this year or not? I know it's in Sweden, so. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if it's confirmed. Um, I did see, I know that the USA, the U18s, they yeah. posted their team. I know, I don't, Team Canada hasn't. So I, I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. sure what's going on with that. But I hope, I hope they can do it because that, that really sucks. Yeah, hopefully some Stony Creek um, former teammates, I guess, now um, will make that Team Canada team. That will be fun for yourself to probably see. Yeah, I hope. So. I was so excited when I found out that uh, they got the invite. Yeah, I'm really rooting for them. So I hope they make it. Cool, cool. Well, do you have any shout outs uh, before the interview ends, just to any of your family members, uh, teammates that I might have not mentioned, or um, friends? Yeah, for sure. Definitely like to shout out, obviously, my parents and my brother, um, obviously, driving me everywhere with hockey and taking up their time. Um, my trainer, Joe, he's, he's dope. Um, he got me ready for this season. Um, and just uh, my, my past coaches for everything they've done to get me to this point. And, um, and, and obviously my friends, you know, they're, they're always there. I can talk to with anything hockey or not hockey. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Vanessa. I really appreciate your time. It means a lot to myself. Uh, I wish you all the best for the rest of the season with Mercyhurst and take care and stay safe. And um, I'll be rooting for you for as the season goes on. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you to everyone who listened to today's episode. I really appreciate it, and it means a lot to me. Make sure you follow our social media accounts, and I'll see you guys next time with another great episode. But until then, take care, everyone, and have a great day. Bye. Most in my life, they say you're out of my league, but I don't give a damn. No, deep down, I know you want it. You wanna take a leap and jump in. Oh, oh, oh. You wanna fall in love. You get-